Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, today I want to do something a little different. I want to summarize a little bit about where we are so that when we step forward, as many of us who are on the journey can come on the journey with us. We're talking about being led by the Holy Spirit. And to be truthful, if, if, if I was honest, we could talk about this every day for months and months and months because it is something that we learn. It's something that we develop our faculties and our, our resources, our internal resources to be able to hear the voice of God even more. When I was younger and my mentors were teaching me, one of the things is that they would say, well, go away for a couple of days, then come back and let's talk about it again. And your sensitivity to being led by God, in other words, led by the Holy Spirit. And, and so we're not going to be able to do that uh, through this medium to be able to stay here for a long time. But I want to stay here a bit more because this will help anything else we do. When I was younger as well, if you'd asked me what faith was about, what, what uh, church was about, religion was about, I would have said, and I think the same as most people might say, it's about rules. It's about keeping the rules that the church tells us to keep. Because if we keep those rules, God is happy. The problem is, is that no matter how many rules there are and how well the, the, how well the rules are even explained to me, a lot of the time I can't do them. A lot of the time I fall short. A lot of the time, well, I sin. I'm frail. And what happens then is that I grew up with a habit, and I've talked about this in the past, of then falling into what we call Catholic guilt. Catholic guilt being you didn't keep, do what you were meant to do. You didn't keep the rules. God's unhappy with you. You're not going to get into heaven. Right? Now, I've talked to many of my friends from other Christian denominations, many friends I have who are from other denominations than Catholic, and whilst they don't use the term Catholic guilt, they, have, they exactly know that same feeling. The reality is, is that the scriptures tell us that we all fall short of God, that we can't get to God. We all know that, don't we? And so what we need is if we are to get to God, we need God to get to us. Right? We need God to come to us because it's his ability within us that makes it possible for us to even respond to God. But God is waiting for our invitation into our lives. And that, and that moment of God coming to us is what we call grace. Uh, we use terms like unmerited favour. It's undeserved. But grace is ability to be what we can't be ourselves. Because the law, the rules, well, I just keep falling short. I just can't I just can't do them all the time. Can I ask you this question? Have you ever done anything you wish you hadn't done? Said something you wish you hadn't said? Of course. The reality is none of us can, can get to God. In the book of Ephesians, in the book of Ephesians, it, it, says, it says this in the book of Ephesians, verse 8, chapter 2, verse 8. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God. For by grace you have been saved. It is by what God has done. It is through faith. It's not of your own doing. Uh, it's God who comes to us. And so how does God come to us now? God comes to us through his Holy Spirit. If we go back to John chapter 16, a verse that I've looked at many times, but it is so rich, there's so much in it. It says this, 
in John 16 verse 13, when the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth for he will not speak on his own, but he will speak whatever he hears and he will declare to you the things that are to come. Again, when the spirit of, of truth comes, the Holy Spirit, he will guide you into all truth. And so what we need in our life is the Holy Spirit to guide us, to lead us, to take us to that place where we can live according to who God calls us to be. Now, you can stop and say, well, you haven't said anything that I haven't heard you say in the last few weeks. And probably that's true. But want to know something? I've heard this message many times in my life. And what I find is that I, as I come to a deeper understanding of it, as I hear it again, whether it be a month apart, you know, a few weeks apart, a year apart, that there's a different understanding, a different surrender to grace. And, and that's the reason why my mentors, when I was younger, kept saying to go over it again, week after week, month after month, year after year, basically the same questions, surrendering more deeply to God, knowing that you need his grace in order to live according to who God called you to be. It says in, it says in the book of Romans, uh, it says this, and again, we've read this verse. Romans chapter 8, verse 14, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God, are sons and daughters of God. And it's talking there not about being a child, but being mature. And so, and so developing the faculties, the ability to be led by the Spirit of God in the ordinary things of life is critical to us because we need the Spirit that will give us grace to live according to who God's called us to be because we can't do it ourselves because we all fall short. And yes, we have to try, but I found I just keep failing. But when I open my heart and my life to the Holy Spirit, when I take the everyday decisions of life and I ask for God's wisdom and guidance, when I ask God to be there with me in the midst of it, that I begin to hear God and extraordinary things happen and sense God. And, and when I say here, I'm not talking about voices, I'm talking about that impression within. And so I wanna to say to you, if you're my age, if you were raised with Catholic guilt, Christian guilt, if you have found that you don't measure up, if you're one of those people who, when I meet them as I travel and people say, hey, can we have a cup of coffee? And sometimes I can catch up with some people. Inevitably, people say to me, oh, I'm not a very good Christian. I, I've just, this last week, as I'm traveling in Sydney, Australia, I have had person after person say to me, I'm not a very good Christian. Catholic guilt, Christian guilt. Uh, and, and what I've tried to say to all of them, you need God. You need to surrender your life more deeply. And it's something that you need to do over and over and over again. And, and for some of us, we make the mistake of thinking, well, I've heard that, so I know it. But it's one thing to know things, and it's another thing to go through the process of inviting grace, inviting the Holy Spirit and, and to be with us and to be operational within us. And I could just treat this as a topic and say, well, I covered that. I've said it. Let's move on. And yet it won't help us. It is, it is the repetitive practice of surrendering our life, inviting God into our life. And as God comes into our life, to the degree that we've formed our conscience, we will be able to hear and be able to be sensitive to the voice of God more and more deeply in our life. You can do this, but you need to make a decision. I'm gonna surrender more deeply to God in my life, day by day by day. 
Well, I want to read to you a prayer from the Holy Spirit book. A number of people have written, you'll see them in the comments even, uh, people have asked, what's the difference between this Holy Spirit book and the one we published before? The one we published before was mainly other people's prayers that we collected together and I wrote a few. The, the new Holy Spirit book that will be out in a few weeks time that we have pre-released and many people have, uh, have ordered um, is, is every prayer is written by me. It's really come out of this series, come out of what I believe God has been doing. And, and so I pray that it is a blessing to you uh, and that it touches you very deeply and that you would open your life to this deeper sense of God. Because it's as we open our lives more deeply to the Holy Spirit that we're able to live at a higher level uh, or even a more surrendered level and experience His presence in our life in the everyday. So why don't we pray and let's ask the Holy Spirit to come into our life. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From my head to my heart, across the entirety of my life, may the power and the victory of the cross be upon me and within me. Holy Spirit, you are God. You were sent from God our Father and Jesus your Son to me. Fill me more deeply with your presence. Holy Spirit, you are wanted in my life. Holy Spirit, you are welcome in my life. Holy Spirit, you are needed in my life. Holy Spirit, deepen my knowledge and personal relationship with you. You are the power of God alive within me. You are the strength of God within me. You are the enabler of God within me. Holy Spirit, you enable me to hear the voice of God in my heart. Holy Spirit, you enable me to respond to the voice of God in my heart. Holy Spirit, you enable me to act according to the voice of God in my heart. Holy Spirit, you enable me to love in keeping with the voice of God in my heart. Now say this prayer together, everyone. Holy Spirit, lead me in truth. Holy Spirit, guide me in wisdom. Holy Spirit, strengthen me in courage. Holy Spirit, come upon me in power and have your will in me. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. If you want the Holy Spirit book, go to the Give tab. You determine how much you give uh, so that we can get it to as many people as we can. God bless you. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God is never far from you.